Hello darlings, it's me again. Hello. Trudy and I are going to do her song, Letting You... Letting Go. Letting yeah, Go. Letting You Go. It's been titled on YouTube, so... Yeah. yeah. And um, Trudy's teaching me how to do harmonies, which is very exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm going to publish this as its own podcast because that's the only thing I know how to do on B3. <laughs> Yeah, we're experimenting with some mic placement here. Oh, I can. How about over here for the for the microphone, on top of on top okay. of this. All right. I'm the the queen of microphone of improvised um tripods and mic stands. Okay. okay so yeah, this Ready. is called letting go. That is called Letting You Go as well. <laughs> if you want to search for it on YouTube, it's called Letting You Go Let by it? Trudy Newell. Trudy Newell. Oh
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Should we just jump straight into Chocolate and Valium? Yes, please. <laughs> I don't mind if we do. I'm just getting by on Chocolate and Valium. PTSD got me in hell. Ooh, again. <laughs> Stuttering my words, ignoring my best. I just want to make it all go away. Just give me chocolate and valium till it blossoms the pain. Or give me something to blunt on this pain. I don't want to cry seven times a day. I'll think about how I'll get Alzheimer's and diabetes another day. I'll think about, think, I'll think about, think hard. Oh, just give me chocolate and Valium before I rip off your fucking face. <laughs> oh, look, don't worry about a thing. Sometimes left. I'm half left. Oh. Do you know one manic episode I had? And I don't hate hearing this, but one manic episode I had, I put left, right, left, left on my shoes, on the <laughs> insoles, on the outside, so everyone could see. And I had a tack in my right shoe. This was around about the same time as I was supping myself in the in the ward, but I, I snuck a tack into the into the psych ward. Wow. Which could have been dangerous for someone in retrospect, but um, yeah, I had I was drawing on my articles of clothing and I was drawing on my um, walls and yeah, when I start drawing on the walls on purpose, you kind of know. You sound like Fiona. Yeah, pretty much. It's like being it's like being two, two with you know not knowing why you're in trouble and yeah not being able to do much about it. But yeah, I remember a friend. I told you my friend Kate said to me like. But when you're, you know, like, when you're psychotic or when you're, you know, out of touch with reality, you, you know it, right? I don't think she said out of touch with reality. I can't remember oh, the... And, and sometimes I said, you do, but yeah. you, like, you know that you're wrong, but well, you don't know how wrong. I, I tend to use, like, markers, like, outside markers of things like, um, you know, or just n try to notice my behaviour or... Th there are various ways, but from the inside, like, you actually need to have experience being unwell yeah, and yeah. then take note of it have you know and then kind of set it in your mind okay this particular thing is something that is a sign that I'm not well alert people who are my the you know that I can trust which yeah. for you know Trudy and I trust each other and there are other people in our lives that that we trust but it, it it's a lot of work isn't it 
It's it's a lot of work because you got to constantly... And this is the problem. I check myself when I'm happy all the time. And I'm mm. like, I'm not allowed to be happy because if I'm too happy, then that could be a sign that I'm unwell. Because it can be. Like, it can... Well, like, yeah, euphoria yeah. is literally one of the signs of, of um, being... You know, having an episode, having an escalation in a manic episode. And different levels, you know, different... Because what, what happened to me is what I... I claim happens to a lot of women because the the minds and hearts um, in uh, operate out of Brisbane, the city where I live. Tony Atwood, they have done a lot of research into women on the spectrum because the research prior prior to that, that's the autism spectrum. Prior to that, it's basically been men. Even um, us um, Hans Aspergers, like his, they were all boys, um, and so. It's not something that tends to be recognised in women because women present differently and we're expected to be more social and we tend to do things like get find somebody who will give us the code, you know, and then once we know the code, we're okay. But a lot of women end up, because they're complicated, complex people, complex minds, um, that don't work into especially the very straight, you know, Australian system, so they end up you know, like given anti, um, antidepressants. And when I was, these antidepressants that I took recently, actually, I I experienced what I think that a lot of women go through and what sounds like Trudy went through and my sister. Similarly, you get put on the antidepressants, they fuck with your serotonin levels and that sends you into a manic upswing. So that's what happened to me recently when I was suicidal, um, because, you know, like I'd just come out of a horrible pain period and a, you know, marriage ending. And, you know, I was there by myself financially free falling into $200 of debt a week, you know, like (laughs) apart from anchor, life was pretty grim. So I, you know, I felt pretty shit. And so I went to the doctor and I got some antidepressants and Trudy remembers that I, I had... Okay, no, now it's not good. Please. Oh, okay, just come in. Come on Brilliant. in. But I'm recording. <laughs> come in, but I'm recording. Okay, anyways. So I... Yeah, I got I got given these antidepressants and I tolerated them before, but because my brain had been bashed about so much with the pain and everything else, trauma, um, my it was much more sensitive. So probably like what young women's brains are like as well like a lot more a lot more sensitive and if in crisis etc so it sent me into i had about 14 hours of hardcore mania um that and then three days and the doctor everyone was like it's it was obvious that it was the and this is this is valdoxin it's the most tolerated um like serotonin like um antigen out there uh basically antidepressant it's it's like the safest one on the market um and i yeah so then three days of like full-on like imagine just the imagine your worst hangover but like times i don't know how many it was just it was dark 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 for for three solid days and then fortunately trudy uh, made the suggestion that maybe i should go to the doctor and see about getting a mood stabilizer and i um remembered that um the drug that I was already on lamitrigine is a mood stabilizer I don't know how I remembered that but it just came to me and um within like moments of me dissolving it under my tongue I regu- I regulated and um but the thing is that episode created like it was like dropping a uh, a rock into a pond and so 
I just kept having bipolar episodes and they've been evening out, haven't they, Trudy? Like my, my mood and everything, as everything's gotten better in my environment to have got a flatmate, not financially free falling, but it, I definitely noticed because it was a lot like what I noticed when I had, when I used to have seizures, if I had a big seizure, there was like a ripple effect and I'd have kind of a cluster of them. So I had like a cluster of bipolar episodes, um, what I would call like what, you know, nobody has diagnosed me with that, but, um, and now that I'm kind of regulated, Trudy sees my behavior because I think I'm a bit more like in a, I guess a natural groove because I haven't, my brain got messed with a lot later on in life. Than yeah, when I was well, younger. Mine was, mine was at like age 17, 18. So, yeah, 18 when I had my baby. And I just got put on Prozac and then more Prozac and then more Prozac. And then a different antidepressant. Can't remember which one. More of that, more of that. I ended up really catatonic um, at one point. Couldn't even squish a fly away from my face. And I don't know how long I was sick for before I got hospitalised. But I got hospitalised with a young baby. Um, must have been awful yeah it was pretty pretty bad but I was I was depressive at the time so um it wasn't as as bad as the manic episodes get um I do things like go around streaking and turning up at places naked and getting covered in a garbage bag (laughs) in a cop car with a free pizza and um we went back the next day and we paid for the pizza and then we bought more pizza from Schofield's Pizza, guys. If anyone's <laughs> listening from around here, oh my god, um, go to go to Schofield's Pizza because they make yummy pizza and they're good folks there. Uh, we should we should turn yeah. this into. We were saying earlier. We should. Uh, I was saying I wanted to do one of those corny um, infomercials. Maybe we could, like, so bipolar pizza, Trini. Trudy, I have Trudy Fielding here, and uh, she's making a special new kind of pizza inspired by bipolar and eating pizza. Trudy, you're very passionate about spreading bipolar pizza. Can you tell us why? Oh, I think everyone needs to have a slice out of the life and to understand that it's, um, it's definitely not a yummy experience because the travel brochure tells you that your family member might be, you know, having a really good time of it. And, yeah, they might for a little while, but after that, they won't be. Um, you know, it's like I said, being in trouble, being four and being in trouble and not knowing what for all the time and unable to control your behaviour. People will ask you to control your behaviour and you, you literally cannot. Mm. Um, and so it becomes a lot like autism in that phase, I think, like acute, just you, you get ticks, you get, you know, screaming and stuff like and that. And the thing is, like, these are all just labels that have been imposed anyway. I mean, the psychiatry profession is a rot. If you read Neurotribes, you'll hear about how basically, like in the States, like how it all got started and it was all about making money and they did a lot of bad shit. And, uh, I personally subscribe, I, I think that, um, Basically, you've got neurodiverse people and you've got people who are traumatized. And then if you've got a combination of the two, like Trudy and I do, then it kind of makes for a lot of difficulty operating within the system, even uh, within the just the social systems that we live in, let alone like, you know, things like really? <laughs> the workplaces, like just everything. So, and um, my sister, Michelle, um, yeah, she she's really um 
not able to cope. Like she's never had a relationship, a job, like any any semblance of a normal life after she got institutionalised at 16. And, um, you know, just because she was in the private system, so they just, like, pumped them the insurance for money, you know, and it was easier to do that than my family to to actually, like, look at what's going on. And also very con- the mental health system in um, the state where I live is um, notoriously bad. There's been, like, you know, a couple of big inquiries. So it's, um you know... There's no picnic down here either. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Queensland... I reckon Queensland wins in the b- bad... It might well do, but they yeah. stopped putting the soap dispensers back onto the wall at Blacktown in the acute ward because people kept knocking them off. So no soap and water. So, and you tell me, the toilet doors didn't lock. They had holes in them. Yeah, sounds um, like prison... Well, yeah, it was, and we had a lot of people there that were halfway house and from prison into, you know, can they be let out? So it's not not a friendly, not a nice place to be. It's nothing like regular hospital. No, no, not at all. It's um, yeah, it was. I, I, some people may remember on version two. I my my sister recently was readmitted, and um, yeah. But um, that's in some prior episodes, podcast episodes, or I'll make sure that they're up there. But um, I want to thank you for listening to our music and our stories. Yes. And, uh, yeah. we got to go see what Daniel wanted because yeah. Daniel interrupted us ages ago. <laughs> and so we've got to actually go now. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll yeah, be back. we'll be back. Thank you for listening.